Okay, so I'm done uh, freestyling vanilla iced tea. Right, you guys missed it. I was really alone in I'm that sorry, moment. I'm sorry, I just deleted it. Uh, it. It's never coming back. I don't oh, know if I, I don't buffers. believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that you're not going to rap Ninja Rap again for one second. That is happening at some point. Okay, so take it away, lover. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Forbidden Cinema. Happy 2023. First Woo, movie. Taylor's version. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to keep saying it until it's real. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fine. Yes. So we watched our first movie of 2023. We were like, 2022 ended with a real bummer. So we wanted to kick it off with a lot of fun. Um, a lot of also that same frenetic energy that can be brought during the holidays, carrying it over. And what else is better than 1983's Vacation? Um, bringing that same Christmas Vacation Chevy Chase vibe that keeps everyone guessing, everyone on their toes, <laughs> and everyone a little uncomfortable. I mean, we had to go a little Chevy Chase this year at Christmas and... Uh... Yeah, um, what can we say? Our family got us. So. I mean, fucking A. Um, I will say that he does make a, a painkiller change in yes, this movie. Yes, yes, he definitely goes from aspirin he to Tylenol. He goes to aspirin to Tylenol. Uh, I have that written, written yeah, later. A little later on, but... Um, feel like the, the the general vibe's the same. <laughs> so it's a school night. We're going to try to keep this tight. We're probably just going to get into it. If you're here for that uh, signature uh, tangents, uh, we're going to try to cut each other off on those. Right. So tell me about your experience with this film. Um, I have seen this movie once before, kind of. I What I really remember is like the whole like – my my dad thinks the whole part about the Grand Canyon and a little like head bob is like hilarious, <laughs> um, and and that's kind of what I remember. But my first note on all of this is like, what's the deal with the interchangeable kids? Mm. Like this movie series, I mean, and there's lots, right? Always changes out the kids, and we still have classic Eddie, we have classic Catherine, we have you know a lot of people that don't. They show up and they're memorable, but they're the same actors. So I just wonder why, what what the choice was that. I don't, I feel like making them the ages is a little weird. Because the ages don't seem to matter. No, it, it seems it's like, like sometimes, you know, Juliette Lewis is older, sometimes Russ is older. I, yeah, I, I don't 100% know what's happening there. I mean, are they trying to like catch in with like some sort of hotness of a time because they've got Michael Anthony Hall in this one, and but I honestly think this is probably pre him really hitting. He oh, seems I think younger. so. I think so. Um, but this is John Hughes, so he's kind of in the John Hughes vibe, right? John Hughes screenplay, I think, and uh, as we decided, Harold Ramis, a Harold directed? Ramis movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got his glorious stank all over it what did we i think i added up that harold ramus had acted in like 14 feature films I think you or said something 18, 18. But, well, but then like different. two Less of them were 20. uncredited as voice or whatever and, i mean he, he's, he's credited in this but he's like a voice on the like outside of the uh, of the shop when they're when they're buying the car oh yeah 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 we start though with this movie like lots of like postcards from all the weird oh, roadside places and i literally why did i finally get enough I, I could go visit this stuff now but it's all gone 
that, that that's that's forbidden cinema right there. I have all this roadside stuff is your dream, <laughs> isn't it? It a hundred percent is. It you won- love roadside kitsch. I do. I love it, and it's all gone. And I've finally reached a point in my life where I could experience some of it. And sorry, no, it's just that's that's this journey for me right here. That that I have finally reached a point where I can afford some of the things I love, and they're gone or not there anymore or it's just not something that people aspire to anymore i don't know i think that some of them are still there and here what's magical is you know this movie had the internet existed in some sort of way or even if they had employed a travel agent (laughs) um, the crux situation would not be as devastating um yeah i have later on like 1983 sucks. I mean, there's no Apple Pay. <laughs> yeah, it totally sucks. You're, you're like, you know, traveler. Like, if you don't, why didn't he have travelers checks? It seems like that would have worked. I mean, I, I can mean, remember several I times. Even, I am even old enough to have had my own travelers checks for a period of time. I mean, I'm annoyed when my credit card has expired and I have a new credit card, and then I have to go in and re-enter my credit card number to take an Uber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like Sad. it's so much of a pain in the so, ass. Oh yes. But exactly. I mean, I could just do Apple Pay, but I get one and a half percent back if I get my card in. So. But still, yeah, if they're with the internet, but that's the thing. There's the internet now. I'm sure you can track down some sort of just barely outside of DOS vlog that keeps track of all of this stuff that someone is still keeping active. Oh, I I believe that you could find it. In in the last 30 days, I have uh, subscribed to a Patreon (laughs) to to help support someone who does this. Got it. That that tracks. Then I have Holiday Road. It's so catchy. Isn't it? It's so catchy. I mean, we've got Lindsay Buckingham. So like part of... um, Crap, why did I just you literally just got the album? Fleetwood like, Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I just Which, got my first Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, Mac album. Thank is, you, Amazon, for my record of the month club. Fleetwood Mac is so all over the place. You're not really a fan, but I, I'm a fan of some songs because some songs are really fun and some songs are just like a goat. <laughs> Hello, Miss Nix. <laughs> you know, it's like the songs where we get like witchy and scarfy. Like I'm, I'm not as much of a fan. But the fact that, like, obviously the 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 uh, genes and the DNA that is Holiday Road is woven within some of this. <laughs> we know, I mean, because I love like Go Your Own Way and some of that other stuff is is real fun, and so that's there. Um, but yeah, this song. It, it kicks. You're just like singing it the whole way through and it pops up. And But I mean, so Chevy Chase walks out with his haircut. And is Chevy Chase a three-timer now? We've got two vacations and we've got our mini-sode with, uh, with three amigos. Does that count or is he still just a two-timer? I guess that counts. I'm sure we'll come across so, him welcome again. Welcome to the three-timer club, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah, his hair is tragic in I this mean, movie. Demi I, Moore, uh, Michael Douglas, you're in some pretty exclusive... Some, like not, Wayne Knight isn't in the three-timer Not yet. yet. Still hold... Well, just, I guess just... No, two. Two, two, two. Yeah, yeah, Wayne Knight's got two. Yeah. I mean, he's... Wayne in, Knight's got two of the first three. Yeah. So he, some he's rare starting air. out strong. Some rare air. Um, 
but yeah, no, he's they've definitely styled him. They they've given him a comb over he doesn't need. <laughs> I mean, he has plenty of hair. He will eventually, but <laughs> oh yeah, he does now. But it took a long time to get there. Um, yeah, they're just trying to make him look like complete geek. We don't even get into the fact until just barely what he does and that he's a food scientist and like it's just mentioned a couple of times. I just in love this. That, that he develops food additives. That is a really great. It's that's so, so 80s. niche and specific, but yeah, like they touch on it just a couple of times in this. They don't go into it nearly as as much as they do in Christmas Vacation. Um, is he wearing in that first scene? Is he wearing Cuddy, cousin Eddie's suit? From the second, from or from the third one, I guess, from Christmas Vacation, he's wearing pretty much just a blue leisure suit. I didn't really pay attention. Like he's, they're going, they're driving up to get a new car, and I was just like, wasn't getting a new car so exciting when you were a kid? <laughs> it felt like your whole world was gonna change. Like, I mean, you had no control over it, but it seems so cool. Uh, so we never, I never knew. Just dad would just come home with a new car every once. Well, not a new car, just a, a, a different old broke down car. Well, I think I only went to the lot once and it was weird. It was kind of dark. It was actually like downtown Nashville, like the Jim Beeman oh, like wow. lot. And my mom got her Camry. Okay. Um, in fact, I thought the car was black and then it was blue in the daylight. But the one time we went to the lot was when mom got her minivan. And the minivan when you're a kid is pretty cool it's pretty pimping like i remember my mom like driving up to the carpool line in her new minivan like i hadn't seen it before so yeah it still felt just as cool even though it wasn't part of the purchase process i mean because you know as we learn in this movie seat belts weren't as important back then as they are now no and you know you could just like throw the seats back and just take a nap back there i mean that's throw the luggage underneath and man how is that ever allowed I don't know. But see, you had the luxury of a minivan of a family of four. That's true. That's true. I you had was a minivan of a, a family, family of, of 17. <laughs> of six. And at the time that like we had it and I was older, there were like, like seven infants car seats. and toddlers right, involved, right. which were problematic. But so they go, they're going getting a new car because they're leaving on a, a cross-country road trip Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> Seems so right. And Eugene Levy is here. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> two-time Eugene Levy? Uh, American Pie? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Two-time American. He gets, he gets feistier and feistier every time. I mean, he is fucking hot for is, an eight. Uh, I don't know. He's 78 right now, 79. He is a silver. He it is the fox. hottest he's ever been. Like fine wine like well just, who told him to like just let your hair go gray and kind of straighten it dan. out a little bit dan, dan did 100 okay. <laughs> dan did and i'm not gonna do a dan levy impression because it would probably be problematic but, but you guys need to watch the big brunch it's amazing um but yeah dan did and if dan's got those jeans watch out world because he's already pretty fucking hot <laughs> we're getting a new car it's not the car he ordered they already have completely right, smashed his car. He's going to take his car and go home, and it's crushed. And he still reaches for the handle anyway. Like, like he doesn't down. know. Like, he isn't just, like, one of the tallest men we know on film. <laughs> good good gag. Really good gag. <laughs> was a good gag. I mean, he is an excellent physical comedian. <laughs> so he has to go home with the car he didn't want, and it already is, like, shit. Like, it is already making noises, like, before they even get home. It's Did terrible. Did you notice, I was later on in the movie, 
every time we're in this car, there's like a It's got a noise, yeah, the whole time. time. It's a brand new car. It's ridiculous. I don't know what the Foley was like on that, like in the theater or on a mono VHS, but on our, you know, mid-range surround sound system, it was going the whole time. The whole time. And I already, like, I mean, I don't really have this note, but later on they're in a roadside motel and and Chevy Chase's brought wine. I do not like the Foley work on the wine pouring. It sounds icky. (laughs) I'm not a fan. I said that flying is how I say I love you. I know. I was like driving cross-country versus flying. is like a no-brainer. I mean, they want to go have some... Fun, fun, family, fun. Like, just like the, you know, what is it? Old time family Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Like, they've already planned this trip. It's They have two weeks and they will have a max of three days to actually vacation. And that's best case scenario. And we all know there's no best case scenario. So we live in Nashville. It is early January of 2023. Southwest, I need you to get your shit together because that's basically the only way you can fly out of nashville pretty much and yeah guys like it's a fucking mess i mean i don't know why we've been building this giant airport for one extra gate that does nothing we've got some real cool color coding in our garage but (laughs) really good sign yeah cool yeah uh but yeah there's like three years of construction on the airport for basically four more southwest gates and they've canceled all the southwest flights for the next decade so yeah Here we come, Miami, coming. (laughs) So then we get to the uh, the Atari slash uh, Commodore 64. I don't know what's happening. Yes, it's wild. Come and see the first day, honey. (laughs) That was... It's hilarious. But I also have like, he's like, we fly on a plane. They're going to put their earphones on. They're going to be in their own world. I'm like, Chevy Chase, if only you knew. If only you knew the isolated channels we can put ourselves in <laughs> when we want to. Didn't even know about iPhones. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Of course, as soon as they get off the interstate, they two kids both put their headphones on and listen to the Ramones. They're like, I know, like, Blitzkrieg Brop. Wow. That does not seem to track for them, but... Commentating on the geography? Well, I have in my notes, like, Jenny learns geography. Yeah, the, and I, I, I had to look it up. Yeah, they're basically somewhere between uh, Gary and South Bend, Indiana, instead of Chicago. You'd think you were going to spend this time on the on much time on the graphics. They would have, like, it's just a couple dashes. Yeah, they, they could have just done a couple little bloop, 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 bloops and, and done it better. Sorry, right. that was my that's my 1983 computer. I mean, they they did a whole gag where like we could somehow combine the computer and the Atari and like chase the car, which was cute. And so we're pulling out of the driveway, and the entire neighborhood is there to see them. I know. All. It was like, when does your neighbor ever like come by and be like, "Have a good trip, have a good time, love you guys, bye." We should actually probably uh, do some more of that. I don't need the whole neighborhood to come up and see us off. That's weird. Like, wave until you can't see the car anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, we used to do that. Did your parents ever do that? Uh, like when you say goodbye to family or to neighbor, like, yeah, have to wave until you can't see the car anymore. I don't remember doing that. Yeah, that was a real thing in my family. I don't like it at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I have written down here that the tech very much like we have an Oregon Trail situation. We don't have anybody dying of dysentery that we know, but (laughs) feels like that's the. We do have not everybody makes it to the end. Nope. Nope. But to be fair, they didn't start at the beginning. They were a little bit of an interloper. Yeah, we do have our first, all the luggage falls off now when they can't get out of the driveway. Right, and I have Beverly D'Angelo's train case. Ugh, chef's kiss. 
I luggage. Luggage went from like trunks to that seventies hard shell luggage. Yeah. To the nineties and roller bags. And then maybe to like the twisty roller wheels that mm-hmm. go straight. There's only been like four evolutions of luggage in the history of maritime travel. It's kind of crazy. It's how- pretty fascinating. I mean, stuff is finite though. Like you have to have so much space to carry so much stuff. I mean, I mean, now you got stuff, you know, luggage that has like technology in it. You could charge your phones and things like that. But other than other than that, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna carry on so many shoes they're gonna fit in so much space and that just is what it is i feel like luggage has gotten lighter gotcha to like give you more ability to carry on because planes have said they've put those limits on gotcha gotcha i guess that that's where all the innovation has gone yeah. like ever since the spinny wheel it's just lighter materials exactly so you yep. can fit more crap on yep all right exactly <laughs> and then i said corn I don't know if you've ever driven through Illinois. Yes. But it's pretty much all there is. I mean, I remember we drove through, we drove to Illinois together for my sister's wedding and someone had like a Garmin oh, man. style um, GPS. And in the dark, it was just black. With like a full on tripod. like Yeah, like in the car. But like there was a like road. With like sandbags to put on the tripod so that it would fit on the dashboard. This was before they had suction cups and... I mean, before they had suction cups, but maybe before they appropriated them for um, uh, vehicle technology. But yeah, like literally, it was just, just a black screen, black with screen one road. with run road. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I don't like this at all. I have that they're singing when they, right when they get off and, and go even before Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg Blop. Um, that uh, they're singing Mockingbird, which immediately makes me think of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I was like, yes, love uh, it. Dumb and Dumber. That might have to go on our list for this one. But I also had a note. I was like, okay, so Beverly D'Angelo, she is has a great voice. Mm-hmm. She sings in all of these movies. They both sing in all of yes. these movies. But I'm just curious, like, did she attempt to have a musical career? Was there some sort of, like, thing in her contract that said she got to sing so much to try and highlight that in these movies? Because we always see that. And I'm not really familiar with her being in a ton of other movies. So she's... You know, a stalwart than these. I know but. these, and I think she was in a movie. See, I worked every other Friday night in college, and so my friends went to the movies every Friday night, and so I got to miss every other week. And basically, I would end up going to see like the mindless crap, and they would like go see the art stuff without me. I was like, <laughs> come on, guys! But yeah, I think like she and Portia de Rossi were in a movie. Uh, Something like Land of the Women or something, okay. or, or or Women in Film. She, she pops something. up. I know I've seen her in some sitcoms. She was in American History X. Ooh, and yeah, she was like the mother in that. Oh uh, wow, real real big turn. That's dark. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I'm just curious. Like, was she trying to have a a vocal career here you know, during this time? I'll I'll go a little deeper. I'm Beverly D'Angelo, one of the women. You know, we've just. I don't know enough about and and she seems to be one of the only people who still in, enjoys Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> she still calls him Sparky, and, and I know they are like she calls him Sparky to this day. I am really okay 
with trying to understand more about how a woman that appreciates an eccentric man that not everybody gets years and years later ticks. Uh, <laughs> uh, wasn't she in a trailer for something here very recently? She's much older but still fabulous. Oh, she's still fabulous, but I'm not sure. I don't remember right off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, they Glass Onion or maybe not. I, I don't think so. Some, something new that's coming. Some some sort of ensemble cast. Yes, yes. We'll have to look for it. But yeah, I mean, they've got something. They have something that's for sure. Um as we have looking for the gas tank in the car. Right. I mean, so like I definitely had an experience with a rental car where it like took me a bit. It was like right before right at the brink of that technology where it was like a push like a spring-loaded push, you know, on, on on the gas tank little cover, and it opened. I was, like, looking for a, a lever. That's all I've ever experienced, and I could not get it open. It was kind of a thing. I couldn't get mine open probably the third time. This is my first new car in a while. I've basically driven the same car since I was 19 years old. I've had two versions of it, but it's still been the same car. But the I, it finally died in about May of last year. And maybe three times into getting gas, I knew where the door was, but I couldn't get it open. <laughs> well, that was the thing, yeah. With the, the same thing with the rental well, car. But I'd done it, I'd done I it twice it. before. I could see it. I'd done it twice before. And now you just poke on it. But my car, if the door is locked, so is the gas cap. Oh, weird. Yes, yeah, so you have to have the, the car doors have to be unlocked to get to access the gas. Oh, wow, that's new. Yeah, <laughs> I I was sitting there Googling it, trying to figure out, like, am I going to try? Do I have enough gas to get to the dealership oh to get gosh. them to fix it? <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so then then we're on our way to St. Louis. We get off on the wrong exit. St. Louis Arches. We just talked about neither one of us has ever been up. We've both been to St. Louis. Yeah, we've both been to St. Louis on youth, youth trips. Or I, I think I spent y2k in st louis with my family just in case the world ended <laughs> i just as they're getting off the wrong exit said that uh, i've never seen this movie before i know a few parts of it and as like i don't know much about this but i think it's racist probably yes that's exactly what you said this might actually be in problematic movies of the 80s probably the is. book uh, i think this scene is kind of seen as heavily problematic the phrase, are you seeing all this plight, <laughs> is said. No, kids, you noticing all the plight? Yes. Noticing all the plight. Anthony Michael Hall says, I wonder if these guys know the Commodores. I think he does. That's, yeah. I think he does. As they're, you know, asking for directions, getting their hubcats stolen, and I guess getting something written on their car that I noticed later on. But I think it says honky lips. Probably. That sounds about right. But I never saw exactly what it said. But we'll we'll bypass that. It's done. They're back on the road. Back on the road, Every- looking for a roadside motel. And you know, there there's no seatbelts going on. Chevy Chase is the only one that's got a seatbelt. You know, she's kind of cuddled up next to him, which is sweet. Except when you think of somebody getting thrown through a windshield, but True. or windscreen if you're on the other side of the pond. <sighs> But uh, John Hughes in his sleep driving. I'm starting to wonder if he was getting a little lazy in this and playing strange in automobiles. There's a lot of similar scenes. Oh, there is. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is just he was playing to the dad, like the middle aged dad and like kind of what their plight was if, you know, to 
to play on his own verbiage, you know, oh my gosh, I work so hard and we're trying to go on this family vacation. I work so hard. I'm trying to get home for the holidays. I'm just so exhausted. I can't be held responsible for all of the irresponsible things that I do. <laughs> I think that's the that's the tone of all of these movies. Like, I'm just trying to do good things for my family. Can you just, everybody in my family, shut up and stop getting in the way of me trying to do good things for my family? <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, we've we experienced a little bit of that this Christmas. Fuck. <laughs> Y'all, I said fuck at Christmas with my family. <laughs> New lows. <laughs> I mean, like four Christmases ago, you brought wine and everybody was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. This Christmas, we're like, no, like masks, masks, masks. Like, you leave, you leave. Like, you've all, like, anyone with COVID, leave. <laughs> We're and going, I'm going to start swearing now. I'm going to start swearing and we're going to go home and all of our wine is ours and we're having Christmas Cosmos. So there. <laughs> you all missed out. New we tradition. We would have made any one of them a Cosmo. Absolutely. Absolutely. We would have put it in a container and little bitty things and give it as presents if we'd yeah. known. And I make a good Cosmo. Okay, guys? Like, we don't we really make... Do. My Cosmos aren't red. Okay? No. They are... They are perfectly pink they are perfect yes and so then we get like the squirk into the hotel all the right as he's like falling asleep luggage going everywhere but even the whole like concept of like not i still think even though we would stay at roadside motels on our way in family vacations that we still called ahead and used AAA and made a reservation oh shit no i just have that thing of everybody's in the car and dad's going inside and it comes out like Please just, please just say we're staying here. Please just say, nope, keep going. Like, no vacancies or, or nope, too expensive or no, like, ah. I'm pretty sure we planned ahead or at least we called ahead at some point in the road. That's the first time I ever booked a hotel on my own was our crazy honeymoon jacuzzi suite. <laughs> That we accidentally happened into the night there was a Little League tournament. <laughs> and uh, that that's what made me learn, like, oh, no, book ahead. <laughs> right. This because I'd never been – I was in a family that booked ahead. Yeah, the, the lay of the lands, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for now, I mean, we don't even go to dinner without our reservation. <laughs> We're so bougie. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So then, yeah, we're there. Um, we're in the motel. We got Jaws playing as Beverly D'Angelo is in the shower and he comes up and pulls the curtain and we get full view, not full view. We get half view and she's hot. She's so hot. And that always bothers me in this movie, in this series. Yeah. You're just like, wait, did we just see your boobs? And I was like, I think we did. And I'm pretty sure she's stacked. Very. And I said, if you said, what are the top five things you know about Beverly D'Angelo? Her singing and her boobs would be on those lists. And you know, uh, two years ago, I would not have thought that. But like, I'm glad I've experienced that with you. Great. But <laughs> you're like, check those things out. <laughs> but that's always bothered me about this series. She is hot. She loves him. And puts up with his bullshit. And she is DTF. She might be a little less at the beginning of this one. Maybe. 
But she's horny throughout this series. Yes, yes, yes. And he does not deserve any of it. Because what the fuck is he horny for? Like, he's horny for... No, none of those women, they're younger, and they have not had his children. That's the only thing that's happening. Like, he just she's likes hot. to think about naked younger women swimming. He that's really his, is obsessed that's with That's his jam. He really... <laughs> maybe this is the genesis of that. Of, of the pool of, thing. Of, of Christy Brinkley actually jumping in the pool. And so now he's Or uh, Beverly D'Angelo actually jumping in the pool. She he's does, like... I mean, yeah. Like, she like... Right after he's got his own hot naked woman who, like, wants to be with him. Who's not kind of jerking him around, probably. Yes. Exactly. Like... I, th- I mean, that might be why he wants to put it in the pool. Like, let's, let's do that every week. <laughs> And, and I get it. Absolutely. That's great. But yeah, it's always bothered me. Like she is not a prude. She's not a prude. She never comes across that way. She never comes across as nagging. She's always the voice of reason. She's always like sparky. Darling, I love you. But sometimes <laughs> maybe like she really, really tiptoes around his feelings when she really should call him out on his bullshit. Uh, do you think that maybe we're starting to go down a road that we've gone down before that ends poorly for everyone? And he just goes, nah. <laughs> like, 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 no, of course not. This time is different. Like, this time is different. Everything is fun. It's going to be fun, 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 fun. <laughs> anyway. And then it's, that's when we have the wine. Yes. With that, the foley that you hate. Well, and then, once again, John Hughes, you're getting a little lazy in 83 the with the fingers. magic hands. Magic fingers. Magic, magic fingers, fingers, sorry. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's got a, a whole stack of quarters. I don't know what <laughs> he expects to happen. I don't know. Maybe in the 70s, those beds would... Maybe they just they were worn out by the time I got to him in 87, 88. Maybe there was enough buzz in there that things could do well. I, I don't, don't think so. I, I mean... I, I think it's it, probably, it was either too little or too much. I don't see how there was ever a Goldilocks situation with My those. experience in real life is way too little. I don't know. I, I've never seen enough to explode a beer. No, no. But what they experience there is like a malfunction. It's the- like a, elect- or a mechanical bull. I mean. Right. But most of the time it's more like just a mechanical sound. It's just a buzzing sound. Like nothing's actually happening. But he says, you know, toasting. And he's like, in this vacation, I would like a relaxing vacation, a renewed love affair, and something else. I don't It's sort of adorable. It's great. If Okay, just, now just act like it. Exactly. Like, he doesn't really want that. <laughs> he really has an underlying motivation, and he is determined to make it happen. And he just wants no roadhead, what. and that's just what he's saying to do it. True. He wants it kind of all the way through. But that's the thing. She's not really thwarting him she thwarts him on like a blow job in the car while he's driving and he traps her head under the steering wheel i mean that's fair <laughs> i mean it, yeah even the best sport don't think <laughs> and she's pretty down like i said so yeah we've got dodge city next for yes. me anything nope I've got Dodge City, yeah, souvenirs, cowboys. She says, it seems kind of dirty and touristy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what that's yes. like. Yes, yes. You know what, though? I've learned to appreciate in my middle years a bit of kitsch and a bit of touristy nonsense. Sure. I mean, like when we're going to a ghost tour or something, like, you know what? 
ham it up. Like let let's go. Let's like, just have embrace what's I'm, happening here. I'm yeah. here to see the tourist experience. If I'm going to the tourist experience, I want the tourist experience. Absolutely. I love to just go to a neighborhood and live like a local. That's fun. But if we're going tourist, let's go all out. Let's just have all the reactions. I mean, you've seen me. You saw me in my truest natural form of being the person who answers the questions on a tour. That was me at eight. That is me now. (laughs) Getting high fives from a tour guide is... I yeah for some reason I need that sort of like re <laughs> uh, reinforcement. Yeah, I was a little bummed in New Orleans when I was like, oh yeah, like this is where this mass murder happened, and the people we were with were like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. but like that it's a real solemn moment, and like, all right, let's go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. You you understood. I understood. I understood. But yeah. I mean, but sometimes in New Orleans, you just need a beer. Exactly, exactly. Or a Vaucare, or a (laughs) Hurricane, or a Daiquiri, or... You know, though, Chevy Chase's cowboy hat actually looks kind of good on him. It looks great, yeah. And so we have him antagonizing the uh, bartender. He's just been told, don't antagonize the bartender. And so the bartender pulls out a shotgun and fires off a shot. (laughs) I mean, and then he's like... All right, sir, can we have a drink? I mean, it does put him in his place. Not many things put him in this place. That's Let's true. be fair. But of course, they're, uh, Beverly D'Angelo is like, I think that might have like damaged Audrey's hearing. It's like, is this the beginning of her body shutting down? Like later on, you know, where her eyes are frozen and she can't breathe. And Yeah, all, all the things there. All the gags of that. So then we've got, we're back on the road. We're mapping to a house of mud. <laughs> Kids are fighting in the back seat. Rusty is licking his hand and touching me. Oh my gosh. Brothers. I didn't have them and I don't understand them. I never did any of that nonsense. I was, I was never the aggressor in anything ever. I'm sensitive and passive, and my sister was a total bully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, – I was not a bully. I mean, I think I'm a force and just, like, don't fuck with me. Like, I don't want you or whatever. And I think – but I have never – I don't think I've ever, like, hit anybody or, like, as a kid. But, I mean, I would say even now, but not now, maybe five years ago. Even then, like, someone says something smart, they still run away and throw a chair in between us. And I'm like, I haven't even gotten up. I don't even know what's happening here. I like to keep the decorum. I mean, like, there might have been some, like, mild band hazing, but it, was, it wasn't it was band hazing. It was just like a, like, you're not good at this yet. Like, you get better. Like, I don't know. <laughs> in marching band. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't have the bully gene in me. No, when I get really mad, like, even though, like, I can be kind of tough. I don't like injustice, uh, you know. (laughs) Like, but I get really, really mad. It usually is tied to some sort of injustice, and I cry, and it's just... (laughs) Because it's just all the emotion that I don't let anybody ever see, just pent up, and then it happens. But... But so everybody's asleep, and we have Christy Brinkley driving up in her Ferrari with Love Me as license plate. (laughs) And I just have... Is she the inspiration for that song? Yeah. Okay. She's married. To oh, his... she was married to Billy Joel. Yeah. 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 She's and she's the video. Like, yeah, she's okay. a town girl. Yeah. Um, I just have Chevy Chase slash Clark Griswold is just a walking, raging hard on. 
period. <laughs> That's just what he is as a character and maybe who he is as a man. I don't know I enough. I don't know. His head does kind of look like a dick now. I mean, but I'm not even like making a physical representation. Like literally just as a character, he's a raging hard on. Yes, absolutely. Driving like real. We see the speedometer with the box around the 55 because that's, I guess, what the speed limits were at right. the time on highways. Can you even imagine? 55. I mean, no. I mean, I can't drive 55. I mean, Sammy Hagar gets it. <laughs> right. So then we're getting to Eddie and Catherine's. And it would be classic Eddie. I mean, this is our first introduction to Eddie and Catherine. Yes. Yes. Really, truly. I, I mean, had no idea he was in this movie. Oh really? Yeah, I, I've not. I've not. You know, you you have some basic cultural awareness of certain scenes from movies, and I, you know, I knew Wally World was closed. I knew the dog. I knew the ant died. I knew the. But like, I had no idea that. No, I had no clue. No clue. Yeah, I mean that's where they get Aunt Edna and the dog to begin with. Um, so yeah, they get there. I mean, they're basically the same. I mean, a little different kind of vibe. They have a house. They're in the country. I guess they're in the Midwest. But uh, we've got a lot more kids. I don't know where all these kids wind up. I mean, I do know that they mentioned someone, you know, uh, some kid finding his trade at, at the like in, in the, the circus in the fair or, or the circus. Like, yeah. yeah. But we got Jane Krasinski. As one of the children. Yeah. What is happening right here? I mean, and she's like cool and hot. She's got a side pony. <laughs> I mean, she's not like country yokel at all. I mean, she got a trophy for raising a pig. But... And a box full of weed. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she's down. It's like, you know, farming's not cool, right? Like, you don't live in Nashville in the 2020s. Like, farming is having a resurgence. Very hobby farming. If you had an organic farm and a sleeve tattoo and you're coming and selling your wares at the local farmer's market, you're probably pretty cool. You're something. It's fine. It's a time. It's whatever. I just like, Cousin Eddie drinks the same beer as me. <laughs> He's got Coors Banquet. <laughs> it's... Well, talking about things like being of, cool a again. A lot of things. That wins a lot of blind taste tests, Okay. That's a, I don't care. I don't I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care about beer really. But it is also a retro vibe. Like so mm. it very much fits in this time frame. And I just have like under my list of Eddie and Catherine, I have like Jane Krasinski, question mark, actress, Aunt Edna. And I did a little IMDB and I don't really recognize anything she's in. She's like Imogene Coca is her name, which I know the name. And she's you know, in four she's forty four acting credits. From like 1937 to like even past this, she has her own television show, but I don't even oh, recognize wow. anything that she's really in. Like I just in the zeitgeist, I guess, like recognize her as a person. These movies are good for older character actors. Yeah, they really they are. They really get a chance to they shine. They really do. They really like dig deep and go like, we want you here. Yeah, they, they do for sure. Oh my gosh. There was some meme of like... um Uncle, what's his name? Um, the guy. Uncle Lewis. Uncle Lewis. Like his age versus somebody else like now at that same age. And oh, it's like. It's like the same age like Brad Pitt or something. It basically. I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was wild. Um, and I was like, yeah. Weed. White. A we stack of nudie books. Nudie books. Um, uh, white shoes. A stack of nudie books is as much what this podcast is about as roadside attractions. Fair. I mean, it's just things 
that they just don't make anymore. <laughs> and true, you know. Yeah, then I have. Then Daddy says I'm the best in French kissing. <laughs> it's not good, <laughs> not good. So now we're on a picnic. Oh, before that though, I just like first of all, her family is terrible. That is, I guess, like, yeah. She her family. seems like she's the A side in this relationship, uh-huh. but she comes from because even in the next or in the in the other movies, like her family is rude and yeah, the, they really are. They uh, are kind of the worst. His family is like. They seem to mean well. They're they're kind of problematic too, but they're just kind of derpy and, and whatnot. And he's kind of a horn dog. But like her family is manipulative and passive aggressive and just horrible. But it's like raised her to be like pretty scrappy and like he's really repressed. Exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. that's where those come from. But and I also said that cousin Eddie was laid off at the asbestos factory. <laughs> okay, still holding good, out. Good line. Good still line. holding out for that management position. <laughs> And that uh, the dog, his name is Dinky. Uh, he watches Family Feud. Cool. That's the introduction they have. And the dog is attacking somebody he's in just every scene. Biting, yes, he's biting someone the entire time. And so and, the picnic. Sorry. Right. So yeah, we're at the picnic. We have Christy Brinkley. I, I mean, we've had a whole thing with like sandwiches and they're gross and da 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 da. Two weird dudes in her car, and she's just drinking bottled Pepsi or whatever. But also, like, she's. Acting like she recognizes this guy from the road. I'm mm. like, I'm sorry. There's no way. There's no way that this hot, 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 hot woman is recognizing some douche in a... I mean, it is a really terrible uh, station wagon. She Maybe she would recognize a station wagon, but like to flirt with him? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's that. I think this is some alternate reality for him. Gotcha. That... Coca-Cola cooler that they have at the picnic. Yeah. We absolutely 100% had that. Oh, really? Yeah. Dad being in grocery business, working at Kroger's for years and years and years, we had all sorts of... I mean, we even talked about that. Like, my dorm room, I had clearly Canadian shelves for my TV. I had, like, (laughs) uh, Tropicana and Snapple shelves for a microwave and other stuff. It was, I had a Coca-Cola mini fridge and yeah, cool. everything I had was just repurposed displays. Perfect. So yeah, like the dog, basically the dog peed on the sandwiches and everybody's grossed out, but they were bologna and cheese and they acted like bologna and cheese was gross. And I was like, I kind of really would dig on a bologna and cheese. You made me pause it and you like talked about going to craving Subway and making the wrong choice. Yeah, I should have just got a cold cut combo, which has bologna. And I got some sort of fancier, like more charcuterie style meats, and it was good. But I, I should have gone with my gut. I should have gone with my gut. But man, anyway. my last month of pharmacy school rotation. So it's been over ten years now, and that's what they do. Like all the guys take all their students out to the halfway market. The halfway market is basically halfway between. Two very, very, very small towns in Tennessee, in rural Tennessee, and it's the only thing for like thirty miles in any direction. And man, their fried bologna sandwiches for lunch—it's not fancy, it but it gets delicious. the job done. <laughs> I've never had a fried bologna sandwich. I remember like having. They talked about later on. They talk about gas. He's so hungry. Like open up those gas station sandwiches. Like, I'm, I'm so, so hungry. hungry. <laughs> Can I get a gas station sandwich? I remember eating a gas station bologna sandwich. It was like a really thick bologna sandwich. And then 
definitely seeing that sandwich again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it probably wasn't that sandwich because it was probably the same day and something else, but yeah. Um, drag, drag. Next, we're in uh, South Fork, Colorado at the uh, Comfort Corner. Uh-huh. And I said, like, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Sorry. I just- also, I just have to, like, note that 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 gas station with the sandwich they also had a giant giant thing of like pickled pig's feet oh it was one of those places i'm pretty sure there were more than one cigarette machines here. <laughs> i think we talked about you said there was cigarette machines in in new orleans yeah i don't know next time i see a cigarette machine i don't think i've ever had a cigarette before but i might have to have a cigarette if i see yeah, a cigarette that machine. bar that was like cash only bar that was a stop on our ghost tour had a cigarette machine okay next i don't know maybe i'll have my first cigarette from a cigarette machine okay. next time i see one <laughs> all right well inaugural cigarette <laughs> and then i just i was like why do i did i write his voice is so different why did i write his voice is still diff- so different I don't know. Because it's Brian Doyle Murphy. Oh. At the the comfort corner. Right. Thirty seven dollars for three tenths. Tenths. Yes. So he's a, a through line. Yeah, he's not doing his like <laughs> Right. Voice. It's a very a little more southern, a little bit more western or whatever type of voice. Have you ever slept in one of those kind of tents before? Like, like with the, the raised wooden ones. raised things with the tent over top. Yes. Girl Scout camp. Girl Scout or... camp. And the coldest day. Like just the 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 wind. We would have been better on the ground because the wind coming up under the wood and coming up through the bottom of the tent as well um, was just brutal. I mean, the the creek or whatever it was, froze so much that some of the parents couldn't come and get people the next day. It was, yeah, it was kind of a mess. We used to have the Klondike Derby in Boy Scouts. And I think the year we went was one of the coldest years in a long, of course, we just had our coldest year ever a few weeks ago. But before that, the coldest year was when I was camping out. I just remember waking up, all of our water was frozen. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I go get an axe, (laughs) go to the lake, hack through the ice on the lake to get some lake water, to boil the lake water, to pour the boiled lake water onto our coolers to break the seal so we could get another axe and start hacking away at the water in the cooler to then put in a thing to boil to make coffee and hot chocolate. Like that's... (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. This is not fun. We are are not having a good time right now. We could just go get in our cars and leave. And go to a McDonald's. We are two miles from a Waffle House right now. Yeah, you know? exactly. They got it taken care of. Yeah, it's just like hard for the sake of hard. I have something about Beverly D'Angelo, her just being always being the voice of reason. And well, they're they're leaving the campground. And he's like, are you having a good time, honey? She's like, no. no. But with every new day, there's a fresh hope. That's what that says. Exactly. Yeah, she's like, no. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> That's exactly what that says. I was like, why does it say that? But yes, I was quoting. Oh, and then the poor dog. Oh, it's a terrible dog. It's a terrible dog, but it's a terrible thing. <laughs> poor doggy. This, these movies are not good to animals. They're really not. No. So, I mean, we could talk about that, but I don't like it. So I'm just going to move on to Sonic Trace. Yeah, cool. Every time I've ever been to Sonic... 
I've been afraid that's what's going to happen if you put a tray on the window. Just put a tray on the window and everything breaks. The yes. window breaks. Everything breaks. Yeah. I don't. I mean, Adam's mom, Susan, was leaning on my window at church on a Wednesday night and broke my window. And it never, it was never the same. We were able to get it jammed back up for my very first car when I was 16. But yeah, it was never the same again. Why would anyone like lean into a car? Just say hi, whatever, you know. And put their hands on the wind. Like that seems like a lot. Like you know who I'm be, talking about. When I say I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. You and she's be, a really sweet lady. You need to be that close. <laughs> Nobody needs to be that close to stick their head in the window of your car. Nah, no. Anyway, but yeah, that was the because that window never really rolled up completely again, and that was. You know, I was trying to turn the heater on. We went up to the dam to, you know, to my thought was maybe make out. I think the girls thought were like to just hang out and uh, and pick flowers or whatever. But it was one of the coldest days of the year. And so I was like turning on the little slider thing from cold to warm on my car. And it just sort of whoop, the, the knob just completely ripped off and flew out the window into a bunch of poison ivy. And it's like, huh, like, okay. My car is just stuck on high air conditioning for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I had basically the same thing happen with, like, my windshield wiper in the middle of a torrential downpour where we got to the point where, like, my sister had to, like, of course, it was the driver's side one. So I'm hitting the windshield wipers, clearing it on the passenger side, it's pouring and my sister is sticking her head basically out of the window to make sure just we're like keeping in line with the line <laughs> so we can get off the interstate and meet my parents at a hibachi. All right. There we go. In Chattanooga. Have we talked about in this podcast that my first car had those electric uh, seatbelts? Oh, mine did too. But my car also for probably a year or so didn't have the door didn't latch. Mm-hmm. So I just had a couple of, uh, of shoestrings to kind of tie the door shut. So that was great, except if you hit, you know, a bump or a speed bump or something, the door would bump enough that the whole seatbelt would like. Oh, mine was the opposite. Mine would occasionally just go like, and like come back and like almost choke you. Okay, all of those would occasionally strangle you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was all mine ever did was just like, like. Yeah, but I'm kind of into that now. So, you know, that was just like <laughs> teaching me from a young age. Like, hey. <laughs> you have an interest in being restrained. You know, what can I say? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just have dog, vanity case. Oh, the va- and the only thing in there that's important is your diaphragm. Is that still a thing in 83? It's still a thing in Friends. Really? Yes. Monica calls or thinks that she's talking to... Tom Selleck. Oh, really? Like uh, Ross tricks her when they're when they he's just gotten with Rachel and he's kind of halfway moved in with them, and she thinks that it's Tom Selleck, but it's really her mom. And she's like, "Honey, did I leave my diaphragm over there?" And she's like, "Oh, hi, mom." Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, it's as late as wow, as friends. Oh, that's so weird. If you're out there and you still use a diaphragm, I'm curious. Like, like send us an email. Don't don't send us any pictures. <laughs> no. But. It just I, the idea. I've I, the idea of it terrifies me. I mean, I'm pretty sure it didn't like Jackie Kennedy was having an affair, and like they like flew Air Force One to bring her her diaphragm in I, like Massachusetts or whatever. I don't know. It's possible like, th- that that I feel like that's the last time they were relevant. 
Apparently not. I don't know. I feel like we're talking about twenty years, and then probably another like we have hormonal contraceptives and condoms now. Like it's just there's better stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, sorry if that's if you're related to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) But no, they were talking about it in Friends. And the next thing I have is the sign. Like they're they're off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I might have seen some detour signs. Like, no, okay, there's detour signs are huge. Like that one right there. <laughs> right. They drive through road clothes. Like just nose plant, pop all the tires. Everything's a mess. Like, now, you know, there's a certain creek that people sometimes get up without a paddle. And these then, then they're Duke boys. They were well up that creek right about now. <laughs> right. And I was like, fucking fun. Zippity doodah something 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 but basically like do you need some aspirin he's like don't have to be like yeah so we have basically the whole holy fucking shit past the tile and all before that though we have like dad you must have made it 50 yards he's like not a thing to be proud of son like 50 yards <laughs> and then we have him walking off to get his to get help right and i just said like i feel like i know all these words but like i don't know what those plants are like, a, is it chaparral or mesquite or creosote? I feel like all those bushes, like, I read a lot of Westerns. I should, but I've never, like, <laughs> taken the time to Google what they actually look like. Yeah, and he's just slowly, like, losing his clothes and talking to himself. And, and then we see some Native Americans on horses that are like, this asshole. Right. And then they barely go and save his family and yes, don't, co- yes. don't just leave him be. And, of course, the, the gas station they get to, I think that's where the cigarette machine is. But the gas station has a sign in the window that says, sorry, we're open. <laughs> I, I, that that feels like a Gregor Rackey movie. If you guys haven't seen, like, The Doom Generation or Nowhere, that is absolutely 100% the kind of thing that would be in a movie like that. It really, really does, yeah. So then, of course, they get fleeced for the repairs, um, which... They get straight up robbed. I mean, they yeah, get mugged. Basically, which is kind of like on my list of like fears a little bit like being in situations where you have like like just there's no Weird other power dynamics yes and no yes. yeah like what would the sheriff think and flips the... and he's the sheriff right um but they're on their way and we see the tires just like wiggle 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 like, wiggle I, that doesn't even seem like that should be possible I, i'm curious about that special effect right and we get to the ho- the next hotel and they won't take his check Right, they won't take his check. His credit card says it's been stolen, which I guess is tied to Beverly D'Angelo's because he reported hers missing. And I've already kind of gone on my rant. Like, that's screw 1983. Basically. <laughs> There's just better ways of conducting transactions now. But then he, but he basically robs the hotel. <laughs> he like takes money out of the cash register and runs. And that's that's when the that's when the the Grand Canyon the little like boom 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 like don't you want to look at the Grand Canyon? Yeah, he's like head bob head bob. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> my dad loves that part. <laughs> and then so we then we actually get to the hotel that we're gonna stay at. Mm-hmm. And is that is this 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 is after? Um, oh, we, you 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 skipped over the whole Edna thing. A dead person breathed on me. Yes, which is great because <laughs> no, they didn't. But still, it's right, a good the line. whole idea of it. Yeah, and somewhere in the middle of this, yeah, Edna dies, and they're supposed to bring her to Phoenix. They were in Colorado, and then they're going to Phoenix. I mean, I guess they got to go south to go to Los Angeles, but like. It seems like a real me- uh, mess of a of a of a detour. And the Grand Canyon to Phoenix is not far. 
No. We've no, been no. to we've been to Phoenix and Grand Canyon's a couple of hours. So it's not that far out of the way. But of course they're they're in Phoenix. They're going from the Grand Canyon to Phoenix. And he's like, we'll just strap her to the roof. It's not like it's gonna rain. And of course it's pouring. <laughs> and they've got her like sitting, like she's like sitting <laughs> in a like with her handbag. Her her pocketbook uh also strapped to her as well. And her the cousin cousin Normie, is that his name? I think so. I it's think so. It's it's, it's it's his mom. <laughs> they just like leave her on the porch. Basically, yeah. Like, still, they could have at least like taken the burlap or whatever they did to like tie her up and like put her under the umbrella as if she'd maybe been waiting. Maybe, maybe he missed her and she died while he was waiting. I don't know. Like, we clipped a note to her lapel. Like, oh. <laughs> like, we should say some words. This is like thine heavenly area up there. <laughs> But that, that's when we get into the, I think you're all fucked in the head. Like, this is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's like, yes. We're like, here to oh, worship a moose. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, all right. No matter what. Who... We're going to need plastic surgery to remove the smiles of our goddamn faces. Yes, exactly. That felt familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely like, a, you know, dancing with Danny fucking K. Oh, 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 holy shit. Yes. That felt familiar from Chevy Chase and this franchise, and it felt familiar. But I don't. I didn't realize that that was a callback in Christmas Vacation. Got it. Like that his, yeah, his. It's a callback to his his mm-hmm. losing it in this one. Like I think Dad's gonna lose it. You know, <laughs> like, we've already seen this. Right. I'm curious to see European Vacation now. Does he? Is this just a thing that happens every time? I feel like it does. I don't remember the exact moment. I have seen it, but. But I mean, that, that's something. I think like seventh grade lunch table. That was something that all the guys last time were like, ho, 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 holy shit. Where's the tile at all? Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Everybody's like, holy shit. Like, dad, need an aspirin? Yep, basically. It's like, I think he's just like too close. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're at the hotel where they're staying. Right. They're the motel. The motel. Where he proclaims himself a motel magnet. (laughs) Because he runs into Christy Brinkley again at this, like, bar that is, like, basically feels like, oh, man, what was that place we we went to in Vegas? The Peppermill? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. I just said, those shoes are actually kind of cool. I mean, they're making a lot of noise. He's clicking all over the place. But just, like, to hook up at a hotel bar in 1983. I mean, this is a world largely before AIDS. And... Uh. It's kind of right at the brink, right in like right it's, the it's, early. It's happening in New York and San Francisco and Miami. It, it's not happening in rural America. This is oh, to hook up in a hotel bar in 83. I, the last chance you had to do something like that. I'm so I'm so glad you're romanticizing that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he runs in. Sorry, guys. I've had sex with uh, zero people not in this room <laughs> right now. So. So he's runs into Christy Brinkley. Why? Why is she, she? We don't learn anything about her. We don't learn like, why is she on this crazy, weird road trip he's on, too? And but he's talking about, oh, no, basically says he's like an undercover boss. <laughs> And this is an episode of Undercover Boss. I mean, that's like, what's happening with his hair. You, I thought you were going to say you were in the CIA. And because, so did I. I exactly thought he was like, 
not anymore. Like, right. I don't like to talk about those times. Right. Like, of course, of course. Sorry. Oh, is it, so that, that's his wig is the... Right. Yeah, that's his, like, bad... It's his Kylo Ren wig. It's Kylo Ren wig. <laughs> Guys, if you have not seen the SNL sketch of Kylo Ren as undercover boss, stop right now. Go watch it. It is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the undercover boss stuff is bullshit, but yeah, that's basically what he says. Like, oh, I've got this fake family in tow. It's my brother's kids, like the brother's wife or whatever. So it makes it more believable. She says something about his station wagon. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's got to Got to roll with it. Yeah. Undercover boss. It's like, okay, let's put this middle-aged white guy named Rodney in here and he's going to go help you take out the trash. Like, sure. <laughs> And he's going to learn about you and go, oh, wow, people my in my organization are real people. I'm going to send you on a vacation. <laughs> like, <that's> basically <laughs> what happens. Like, great. Way to move the needle. Um, but she says something. Like, oh, how about that dental plan? Like, throw him in the stocks. <laughs> but she says, so, like, he says something about, like, oh, like, so, like, crazy and foolish. She's, like, kind of like real life. Or basically, she, like, calls on his bullshit. And he doesn't really catch it. But. So then they walk out to the pool. He said he's got a thing for naked ladies in pools. He does. That's, that's, his, that's his thing. I was like, he has a thing for skinny dipping. Absolutely, he does. He's still got his socks on when he jumps in the pool, though. Does he? Yes. I wasn't even sure he had taken his shoes off, honestly, <laughs> um, the way he disrobed. But he jumps in, and he is like real fucking chill, dude. He's like, it's so cold! Because she says it's exhilarating and awesome, which, I mean, she doesn't say it's freezing, but... Like, he, he, like, wakes up the entire motel. Everyone comes out on their balcony. Everyone. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's see us all in our glory. But so that's... He is so bad at lying. He's the worst. He's the worst. Everybody's gone back in. So he's going in to kind of try to salvage this with Beverly D'Angelo. And she's like, you know what? You want to be crazy? Let's be crazy. You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. I mean, like I said, she is so cool. He does not deserve her. No. He doesn't get her. So I don't know no. how. I want their backstory. How did they meet? We don't get any of that ever with any of these. How in the world did they come together? But also have like, you know, he's talking to Michael Anthony Hall, who's who's Russ. And Michael Anthony Hall has always been too verbose for <laughs> himself as a kid. Just like, he's like, yeah, dad, sure. His teeth okay. are so huge in this movie. I mean, he's got his braces. He's he braces forever, it feels like. But then Beverly D'Angelo jumps in the pool and it's really fucking cold and she wakes everybody up now and everybody's like, oh, yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, now we're, we finally made it to our trek to Wally World. And I just said that, this is my dad's logic right here. <laughs> the first one's here. Like we're going to park at the very end. So we can be the first ones out. And everybody's... I cannot tell you the number of times we would be at a McDonald's parking lot a mile away from where the fireworks show was going to be. So we could get away before the traffic started. <laughs> we could never stay to the end of the fireworks. <laughs> it was always like, as soon as like... Three fireworks went up at the same time. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. It's coming. coming. It's coming. We got to go. (laughs) And, you know, we like start like packing up the lawn chairs and get in the car. Like, oh, like, oh, things slowed down a bit. Okay. Okay. We can get back out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, go, 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 go. (laughs) But right. Yes. So he gets there. Wally World is closed. Like I said, if we had any sort of, if we just use a travel agent, which was a thing in 1983, I'm sure they would have known. It would have been on the, like, their ticker tape. 
that uh, Wally World was closed. If you're a travel agent, reach out to us because I don't really think you're relevant in 2023. I people people definitely use them for like Disney vacations and things like oh, that. Oh, but Disney's D- Disney's impossible. I don't even think you can go to Disney anymore. I don't know, but I mean, people do, and there's I think- so many packages, but like. The- I, I know that I think that that's the thing like you use a Disney travel agent or you someone who's like knows their way around to like orchestrate all that shit or you can just go to Universal and just plan it yourself and it's friggin awesome yeah but Universal is not for kids it's really not that's true it's there's nothing fun for kids there's like really 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 fast scary roller coasters and the Blues Brothers they don't know about any of that shit there's like full-on Harry Potter world yeah, but like half of and the fun. Beer. Woo. Exactly. Half the fun of Harry Potter world is like is, the beer is side. Crumped. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having some, some harps and some strong bows and. Right, exactly. Drinking some bass ales. Yeah. So, of course, while the world is closed, he's going to fucking lose it. Uh, we deserve it. We've done 2,400 miles and, you know, just like every other hardworking schmuck. But everybody else has gotten the memo. There's nobody else showing up but them. They, like, hightail it to a gas station in Santa Monica. He runs Which, across the street. It looked like it was two nineteen a gallon for gas. I, I don't know. I mean, it's California. It's gas taxes that are different. And it was, you know, coming kind of coming out of the 70s and the mm-hmm. weird gas stuff. But that that's That's really high. Yeah, yeah I'm curious how much that would technically be. I mean, gas was like 79 cents a gallon when I was first driving. And that was awesome. Yeah, but that was like not 1983. That was, no, I was you know, 96. 15 so, years later, yeah. yeah. 20 bucks and I could go to the $1.75 movie theater, get a half a tank of gas, $1.75 movie theater to see Romeo and Juliet with some girl and still have enough for a couple of bean burritos at Taco Bell. <laughs> Man, life was good. It really was. And dad was all about 20 bucks for that. Like, <laughs> for for the 10 years before when I was wanting video games, he's like, no, I don't have a spare quarter. But as soon as it was like, I was thinking about taking a girl to see Romeo and Juliet at the $1.75 theater. He's like, here's a 20. You need another. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. He's never taken me aside and said anything about, like... (laughs) Oh, the gun. The gun doesn't play now. No. I was just nervous. I think it was probably hilarious in 83, but it's just a different world. The tag hanging off the gun. Right. I would have been maybe crying laughing if this had been 40 years ago i don't know but they write all the right well first of all we have john candy john candy john candy coming back time two-timer john candy um yeah 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 all for right. sure. so he's our security guard he's like oh cork's clothes surprised the moose didn't tell you was uncle buck the one you said that we should watch Maybe Jenny had a really inspired thing that we should watch for this week, and then we we'd both been drinking a little bit, and we forgot. It might have been Uncle Buck. It might have been. We can <laughs> we can stay in this world. For we'll a little we'll longer. see what happens. We'll see what happens. I do love this world. But they're riding roller coasters. He doesn't I, like roller coasters. No, he doesn't. But I would also like a birthday celebration, like an Uncle Buck pancake stack. Let's, <laughs> let's be fair. <laughs> Was they're riding roller coasters and Uncle Bucky's starting to have a fun time. Yes, yes. And it's playing like this great, like, like, Wally World music. And then every time the SWAT team starting to show up, it's like, boom, ba dum, boom, boom, ba bum, bum. It's like great I mean, music cues. This movie, like, every single, as far as I know, there's a SWAT team in every single one of these movies. I've not seen your, I, this is the 
this is the second one of these I've seen. So I don't remember. I mean, I've seen um, European Vacation. I've seen Vegas Vacation. I've seen neither of them. But so. I don't remember. I remember like certain things about them, but I don't remember like the whole big picture. But it seems like if if this is the vibe, because even European Vacation, it's definitely between. It's definitely before Christmas, but it feels older, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's the first one. No, I think this is the first one, then European, then Christmas, and mm-hmm. then Vegas, like, years and years later. Yeah. I think Cousin Eddie's Crazy Island Adventure is, like, somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. But, yeah, I mean, so we – we as things escalate th- – this is the thing. This is what middle-aged corporate men think. We can – Work super hard, try and create an excellent experience for our family. Everything goes wrong. We can be threatening about it and make everyone bend to our will. The SWAT team will team up, but some sort of also corporate schmuck is going to show up and go, I get it, dude. I get it, dude. Everything's cool. And then that's the way everybody operates. I mean, the last notes I have are, that looks like Walt and... What are they Arabs? That's, that's the last that's notes exactly, I wrote. Exactly. Yeah, he like that's, guy who looks like Walt Disney. Who's Roy uh, Wally? I guess is his I name. I guess. I guess. He runs out and basically, you know, pretty much relatively. There's a little bit of like back and forth, but relatively commiserates with with Clark and says, "I get it. I get it." We'll all still have some family fun. And then the last scene we see is a roller coaster full of everyone, including the SWAT team. Okay. It, that's pretty funny. It's funny. It is funny. But yeah. So he gets what he wants, basically. But at the what expense? <laughs> I think that's the theme of these movies. Like, he gets what he wants, but there are so many literal and figurative casualties. Right. I just I, I just love the horrifically racist Walt Disney. I don't know. If you get a chance, watch Robot Chicken, the episode with Walt Disney, and it's like, beloved animator dies, last words, damn Jews. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, that's just so like him. <laughs> so, so in character. Oh, Seth Green. Uh, All right, guys. We did vacation? Yeah, we did. We're We're just channeling the vibe of wanting to be on vacation already at the beginning of the year. Uh, I hope you guys have fun plans. Five more weeks, guys. Five more weeks. It's been a long... This... What does they say in Game of Thrones? Like where uh, summer can last for years, but winter can last a lifetime. And that's kind of the way this one has felt. This fall into winter has lasted a lifetime and we're still only early January. So I hope that you guys have amazing... You know, winter coming into spring 2023 plans. We'd love to hear what your plans are. We'd love to hear what movies you watched over the holidays. And, you know, maybe you're snowed in somewhere and what you're binging. That'd be amazing. Um, hit us up at Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. Um, you know, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema, um, as well as, uh, you know, just follow us. Follow us on on Apple, uh, iTunes, on Spotify, rate and review. We'd love to be, to be part of the conversation. Um, we'd love just, you know, for more people to be part of it. It's We're having a good time. We hope you are too. We get some fun feedback, but, you know, yeah, we'd just love to hear what's going on with you guys. Keep an eye on the news. We'll see where Minx lands. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, HBO, they're just cutting stuff left and right, and it's a bummer, but we'll see where Minx lands. Uh, before they cut it, check out White Lotus. Uh, we yeah. talked about that in the last episode. We'd, we'd we had just already, going on, and and we managed to finish a season. Season one, we're into season two. 
Um, yeah. Everybody that we trust has said that we should watch it, and they were right. It's It's been a blast. Jennifer it- Coolidge is a goddess. <laughs> what else you got, lover? That's it. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. We're doing this weekly again, I think. We'll see what happens. Our uh, best. Unless it kills us. I'm going to make it through this year. Yes. All right, guys. 2023 Taylor's version coming in hot. We love you guys. Hit us up on the socials, and uh, I'm out. You can keep talking as long as you want, babe. Peace.